To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Sunday Session Podcast with Francesca Rutkin from Newstalk ZB. Right, calling all boy band lovers, have you ever heard of a man band? No? Well, I have a very special guest here today to talk us through the potentially tragic concept. For the last 30 years, Michael Galvin has been bringing us everyone's favourite Dr Chris Warner on Shortland Street. But Michael is also a playwright and his new theatre show is called, you guessed it, Man Band. It's coming to Palmerston North Centrepoint Theatre next week and Michael is in the studio with me. Good morning. Good morning. I'm just about to vote for you. Oh, thank you. I'm doing it right now on air. There we go. I've clicked the button. Of course, we're talking about the fact that you have been nominated for the TV Personality of the Year for your role as Dr. Chris Warner on Shortland Street. (laughs) Ever been nominated before? Uh, for acting, but not for person, not for my personality. personality. So I'm hey. very excited to be nominated for my personality. Has, yes. <laughs> is it your personality or is no, it Chris's? This is the thing. I, I don't have a social media uh, presence really. So th- this is really, so I do encourage you to vote uh, for me because it's a vote for Shortland Street. And I think it's really important that Shortland Street is represented strongly at the New Zealand TV Awards because I feel we're unfairly overlooked, you know, and a lot of our great stuff kind of gets missed so i think this is a good way for shortland street to have a foot in the door uh so it's a vote for me is really just a vote for shortland street because I, I don't really do anything else so apart from the plays well <laughs> well I, i'm gonna be honest we might have to get the electoral commission onto this because i've hit submit now but i haven't really got a I haven't really told me if that's worked oh. i will try again look obviously you can just keep voting you that's, can vote more than once can you, you? can I have you, you got can. the cast first thing in the morning everyone going all right everybody time to vote no I, no, I haven't. I'm too embarrassed to do that, but I really hope someone does it for me. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Who's your biggest competition? Uh, I haven't really sussed it out. Um, I, I showed I showed it to my daughter and she said, oh, no, you'll never win. Guy, Montgomery, Guy Montgomery's in there. I'm like, oh, okay. Because we like Guy Montgomery because we saw what we watch. We love Taskmaster, me and my daughter. So uh, I don't really know who the, who the great competition is. Probably everyone really, but never mind. Best of luck. Thank you so much. Be, look, best of luck. Because you do hold quite a unique position within New Zealand culture, being the longest serving cast member of one of our most iconic shows. And it is an industry which can be very fickle. I mean, it is pretty impressive. Thank you. Yeah, I feel very lucky, that's for sure, to be uh, to be employed as an actor all that time. Very lucky. Yeah. So, so is it because they love your character? Is it because you don't piss off the producers and the writers is it because you're great to work with what is it your talent I feel I feel the thing I will credit myself with is that if they take my character in an interesting direction I I run with it and I make it work and it's very I'll go down to I'll go downstairs and say hey I don't know why I'm saying this line or I'll say this is inconsistent with that other thing I said but I'll I won't go down and say Chris wouldn't do that you know what I mean so they and and they, they, they know they can throw stuff at me and I'll go, okay, I'm going to make this work. So I feel I feel that's important on our show, it's, you know, if you're going to be there for 30 years. is that they, they, And so the, the, the writers, I think, on our show are just fantastic. The, the way they can just keep coming up with new stuff, you know, and it would be stupid of me not, not, to, uh, not to make the most of that and really just, just try to go with it as much as I can. That's admirable you know. considering you're a writer yourself. Because I'm sure there's a few people who uh, would love to offer a few opinions as to what their character should be doing and saying. 
Yeah, I, maybe I, I might have tried that early on and realized it was just, it was just <laughs> no, not a good idea, you know. Do yeah. they run the storyline past you and just give you a bit of a heads up? Or Yeah, to be honest, the, the, the current producer, he, yeah, sometimes because our producers are, 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 you know, change every two or three years. Oliver Driver's been there for a while. He's terrific. And he's great. Yeah, he'll say, yeah, he just did that recently. He said, oh, we've got this, this storyline coming up and, you know, and just kind of giving me a heads up. And, and I, I think he trusts that I'm not going to say no, you know, un, unless there's some amazing reason that he's unaware of. But, but you can't be difficult in a show like Shortland Street because it's fast it's yeah. fast turnaround uh, there's a lot of cr- there's yeah. a lot of cast there's a yeah. lot of people relying on you to turn up and do your job and and, That's and get it done you right? shouldn't you yeah. shouldn't but unfortunately you can you know we we, we do there, every so often we get a difficult person and because there's a lot of people there who aren't difficult it means that you know space is made for the <laughs> Difficulty. You couldn't have more than one. Let me put it that way. But there's usually there's usually one. I like uh, that, there's that, a book in this, Michael. You, I, I hope I, you're making notes. I, I hope you're keeping write a journal it without or a diary. just like being so awful. It would either be boring or kind of um, ruin my career and, and friendships and everything. So, so. How, how do you keep it interesting? There's one thing that I hear from every actor who's ever been on Shortland Street. They will tell you it is such a big learning experience. They learn so much going through. Mm-hmm. working on a production like that. So how do you, after being there for so long, how mm-hmm. do you keep it interesting for yourself? Well, I'm always working with new people. There's always new people coming and going. And you you just have to remind yourself that whatever's happening has never happened before. You know, e- even if the storyline has been similar, it's never exactly the same people. And you just you just remind yourself how lucky you are to be doing that thing you love, which is acting, and, um, and and yeah, yeah, that, that's really that's really the the kind of the mantra for me is it's it's always new. It's never happened before. Just remind yeah. yourself that you know, and then it'll be great. Then it'll then it'll be exciting and fun, and you know. I, I can't it. apply I that it. to go into the supermarket every week, can I? I hate going to the well, supermarket every week. You go, you, you buy can. food, you take it home, they all well, eat you it could. and you have to go back again. It's hard. It's harder. But you it's could. Harder. You could go. Yeah. Well, all you right. know, I've, this aisle is different from last time. That's it would take great spiritual depth, but you know you could love get your there. positivity. <laughs> I'm uh, not saying I do that. You talk about these new people who come on board. Do they know that your name is Michael, or do they come on and accidentally call you Chris? They, I no, no, no <laughs> one calls me Chris, and when they do, they're terribly apologetic. But they shouldn't be because you know I, I, I was telling you before I had a, um, I shared a room for a, a long time with uh, Matt Chamberlain, lovely guy, lovely actor who played Murray, and I, and I would accidentally call him Murray and. And so if I can do it to other people, really, I have to accept that, yeah, people do it to me. I, I answer to both. It, it honestly does not even disturb me slightly when someone calls me Chris. I love the fact you answer to both. I have mm. to apologise to you, but you won't remember this. Many years ago, you were sitting outside Vesuvio Cafe in Christchurch. I remember this really clearly. Oh. And I ran across the road and I was working at TV2. I was, a, you know, a, a working in music television. I was a presenter. So I thought, we were, you know, I was in the family. I should know better. And I ran across the road and I saw you and I went, hey, Chris, how are you doing? And you kind of raised your eyebrows and went, morning, and sort of gave me a wave. And I went in and I sat down with my mum and then I went, I am such a dick. I'm such a dick. I work in this industry. I should know that there is a difference between the character and the actor. And I've just called, then I made, we had to sit there. I sat there with my back to the window so you can see me until you left. And then I said to mum, okay, we can leave now. So I apologise for that. No, honestly, I, I, I promise you I would not have been, uh, oh, if I was really young, very early on I got upset by that kind of thing. But then I went, oh, get over yourself. No, uh, uh, no, honestly, no apology oh, required. No. no, It's good, it's good. People call me Chris, it means that they, 
they're aware of the show. They watch it maybe. So that's good news for me. Mm. But there is – anyway, there's more to you than just – I love just, how mortified you were. I was, I was, I was like, I'm in this industry. I should know <laughs> yes, better than this. We're, we're, we're both on TV too. Yeah. I just – then I was – yeah, and then I was like, oh, I hope next time I have to turn up to, do, to shoot a TV2 promo. You're not saying that going, oh, it's you. Um, but look, there is more to you than just your acting. Of course, Man Band is not your first play. Station to Station, The Ocean Star, and New Gold Dream. Have mm-hmm. I got them all there? A previous yeah, that's ones? right. There's, there's also another one that um, hasn't had a professional production, but it goes on a lot in schools called uh, War Hero about uh, conscientious, conscientious objector Archibald Baxter during World War One. So, yeah, those are the ones that are best known. Do you enjoy mm-hmm. writing? I do, I do. I, 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 I've kind of stopped doing it for a, for a while. A, a Man Band was, the, the, I wrote that about four or five years ago, and I haven't really written anything since I, I yeah, yeah. I've done an unscientific survey about how long it takes to um, get a New Zealand film from from you know writing it to the big screen, and it's seven years mm. on average. It's seven years. So mm. how long does it take from starting to write a play to get it on a stage? Well, for me, seven years is a really good. That's about right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And in, in terms of like you finish the first draft to when the first production might happen. Yeah, it's. it's I don't think it's ever been less than seven years in terms of all the. You know the workshops, and then uh, if you're if you're like a really uh, like famous, popular player like Roger Hall, that that wouldn't be the same for him. He, he he could write it, and then really in a year or six months or a month, maybe it can be performed. You know, depending on how happy he was with the script. But uh, f- for the rest of us, yeah, I, I probably it's probably much longer than me than the, you know because I'm not writing plays all the time and right. I'm not established primarily as a playwright. It take it takes me longer. Do you direct your own plays? No, no, no. I just I need <laughs> I need that other. My job is done. Uh, well, it's more like I would never <clears throat> stop fiddling. I, I have to remove myself from the rehearsal process because I would just never stop fiddling with it. You know, and uh, I, I would be okay uh, in terms of the performances as well. I would just never let the actors kind of grasp it fully. So, so self-aware yeah. of you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it took a while to get there. Okay. Tell me about Man Band. Um, it sounds like the perfect entertainment for those of us who grew up in the era of the boy band. The boy band. Yeah, okay. So there's this there's this chap, he he's doing he's I like I love the idea of an undiscovered genius and how usually if you're an undiscovered genius, it's because you're not a genius, you know. Uh, you're undiscovered for a reason. <laughs> and that's this guy, that's Matt and Matthew Mann. And uh, he's, you know, his postal worker. But he's he's finally got to that kind of middle-aged life crisis thing. And he goes, I'm going to enter one of those New Zealand talent. And I've made, the one I've made up is called Kiwi Talent. You know, it's like the voice or whatever you want to call it. And um, and his his stuff is just like super obscure because he's got that whole kind of genius attitude of, of, of like it has to be new and amazing. Uh, but anyway, they kind of like him. But then they find out that he was in this band, boy band. And they're like, look, we like you but your stuff is too obscure if you reform your boy band you can stay in this competition (laughs) and so he goes okay i'll do that because you know he just really wants to win this thing just to kind of make his life mean something and so that and so that um, that, that's the story and he manages to uh to find the others and they're all in a similar situation where the thing that was that was going to happen to kind of justify their existence to themselves never happened and so this is now it this is the thing the success of this band finally, because when they were a boy band, they were they were absolutely terrible, and you know they 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 they, they peaked at number thirty seven on the charts and with a song called "Owl Love Hurts," and and so now they're this is kind of redemption for all of them. 
Yeah. And I, it, you described that, and I know that Blair Strang, a, a fellow former Shortland Streeter, uh, is taking up the lead role, and I can just kind of see him in this role. Oh, he is so good. Honestly, he is, like, <laughs> if not I mean, my favourite New Zealand actor. He's, yeah. he's very charismatic and very funny. He's got great comic timing and just totally... I was just I could I was just so stoked when um, Kate, the director, said, "Oh, I've talked Blair into into being the lead." I was like, "Oh, that's just great news." Yeah. <clears throat> Do you have any middle age regret apart from agreeing to come and talk to me today? <laughs> um, you got my name right this time. Yay! <laughs> uh, no, not not really. No, not not middle age regret. Me and um, Ben Barrington, I share a dressing room with it. We kind of joke about it. It's like, well, if you've had a uh, supposedly, you know, artistic career. Do you then, as a, in your midlife crisis, like, oh, maybe I should have been an accountant? You know what I mean? But um, no, I, I, I don't, because I, I really feel so lucky with my job, to be honest. And I've got my daughter, and she's, mm. a, she's just wonderful. And you know, I feel, I feel pretty good. Feel pretty good. I, I did have a crisis when. Uh, when when Lily, she's 17 now, but when she stopped being a kid and was more of a teenager, then I was like, oh, she's not my little. That was my, that was kind of like a midlife. And that was, that was pretty extreme. Yeah. There are these little I'm, moments, aren't there? Yeah. It's like when my son started driving the car on his <gasps> own and it's like, yeah, you're independent. Off you go. <gasps> you're on an Auckland motorway. You know, it's, you don't know quite how to feel about you're it. You're not ready you? for it, no. are you? You're not ready for it because you think I'll be fine. And then it's like, I'm not fine. I'm not <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah. I can't, now. I can't thank you enough for coming in. Best of luck with TV Personality of thank the Year. You. I'm thank going to make you. sure that vote has gone through. <laughs> if you just go to <laughs> new, um, 2023 Television um, New Zealand Television Awards, you will be able to find where to vote. And that voting is uh, open until Monday the 20th of November, so lots of time there. And Man Band, you've got a couple of double ends in there, but I'm still saying it correctly, am I? Man that, that's correct. Band. Yes, you can you can overstress <laughs> the N if you like. Yeah, this, this, is, this is Matthew Mann's... Um, for individuality, you see. Okay, yeah. just checking. That runs from the 18th of November to the 16th of December at Palmerston North Centrepoint Theatre. Book at centrepoint.co.nz. For more from the Sunday session with Francesca Rudkin, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9 a.m. Sunday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.